Hello and welcome to yet another enlightening episode of Cloud Escape Escape the Mundane. This is a podcast where we discuss about various soft skills and personal development traits in the light of science and psychology with creative minds from around the world. And for today's conversation, we have with us Miss Heather. We're going to be discussing about confidence, anxiety, emotional intelligence and why is it so important for women to be confident in today's world? Also, we have a surprise for you guys that is a mini life coaching session. Yes, my name is Heather Stewart. I am an anxiety and confidence coach. Um, I'm from the United States of America, from Denver, Colorado, but I live and work currently in Doha, Qatar, where I have been for the last eight years. Um, I'm a full-time ESL teacher at the college level, but two years ago, I got my certification uh, to become an integrated nutrition health coach. And then that from there, I've sidestepped into more of a mental health and spirituality space in terms of my coaching. If that's a so many areas that you know, yes, like, uh, multifaceted. <laughs> that is really nice. It's really interesting. Mm. So uh, let's go a little deeper and can you tell us about your journey of becoming confidence and anxiety coach? Like how did you start out and stuff sure. like that? Sure. So three years ago, um, I developed a panic disorder. And I was having panic attacks regularly. Eventually, they started happening every day. And I didn't know why. Um, I wasn't, you know, aware of, of deep emotional trauma at that time. But I was being triggered left and right. Um, I, was, I was also in a toxic relationship that was bringing all of this up. But I sought counseling. I, 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 I hired a, a um, psychologist, a therapist, and started doing cognitive behavioral therapy, which was kind of helping, but not really. Um, got diagnosed with anxiety, and then throughout that journey, I was I was looking for more holistic ways to approach my healing, um, not just from a pharmaceutical standpoint because I was put on medication um, to help manage my symptoms, but also from a nutritional standpoint, a lifestyle, a mindset, a spiritual standpoint. And that's when I came across the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which is where I got my certification to be to be a health coach. Um, and so I initially enrolled to be to learn about ways that I could um, heal myself from the inside out. And then and, and I was so gung ho for it that I it's a year long program. I did the six month intensive course because I was so serious about learning more about what was happening to my body physically, emotionally, psychologically, and how that I could um, really heal myself um, in more, like I said, more of a holistic, a holistic overall way rather than just relying entirely on, on pharmaceuticals because I, I didn't want to have to do that. So I, um, yeah, so I did that. I got certified and I invested further in myself in the form of several coaches who have contributed to my my healing journey. And I initially started coaching women who were because people see like 
integrative nutrition health nutrition health coach and they think like oh she's going to help me lose weight she's going to help me with meal plans and supplements and things like that so that's what i initially started out doing as a coach but i quickly realized that all of my clients people generally know what they're supposed to eat and not eat and that they're supposed to move their body you know every day a little bit mm -hmm. that they're supposed to you know be physically active but there was always a, a deeper core issue at hand um, that was really causing the symptoms of weight gain because weight gain is a symptom of something that is deeper um, same thing with with eating disorders and um, you know e uh, emotional eating binge eating things like that um, so mm -hmm. I I started, um, you know, researching more into, I mean, through my own experience of, 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 of working on, on my, my healing, my anxiety, I was doing more research on that and um, started compiling my own toolbox of modalities that I tried because through my, through the health coach training program, I became my own guinea pig and I tried everything that I was learning on myself. You know, what, what worked for me, I've stuck with consistently over period, over time. What didn't work, I kind of was like, meh, but it's, you know, it's a resource that, that I have there. Um, because each person um, is a, what we call a bio-individual. And so there isn't one straight answer for each person in terms of nutrition, you know, diet, things like that. Um, so there are all kinds of different modalities. There are different approaches that you can take, but I like to incorporate them all and I customize them to each of my clients in terms of what their needs are, um, the level of their intensity of their symptoms, um, what their triggers are and what their, you know, individual experiences are. So that's, that's, the short of it um what three minute <laughs> rundown yeah. of of the last three years of my life um and you i said think really, really yeah like the things that you the way you said you know how emotions are impactful in our life and mm -hmm. how they can be uh, the reason people can suffer from those eating disorders or people can suffer from you know motivation drive and how anxiety plays a role and uh, also mm -hmm. the thing that you said about you know being your first client like you get it mm -hmm. like yeah. everything that we are teaching <laughs> out there in the world are things that we sometimes need the most right? absolutely absolutely yeah, like, I mean I'm we, we're all on a yeah. healing journey I'm still on my healing journey I'm not I don't I don't think anyone has ever finished healing and growing and expanding. I can confidently say that I've overcome anxiety. I don't, I don't experience yeah. the symptoms anymore, but I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm still up leveling, you know, and, and my clients are on that journey with me. And I, and, and, and mm -hmm. I am always able to help them get to the point where I currently am. And if I'm always growing and expanding and up leveling, they will too. Yeah. That's the beauty Actually, of coaching. That is, that is so beautiful things that you've said. And uh, when you, when you, like that is something that's I feel the good thing was you were aware enough and you got the help that you needed to be honest mm. with you I have been uh, dealing with anxiety I guess for like five six years now I've always had anxiety I don't know why and in the past couple of months things have gotten serious I got myself diagnosed and like they did tell me that I need medication to calm it down because sometimes you you don't have a control over panic attacks you know? 
and mm-hmm. maybe maybe it was this year covid and all of that and yes. this this need <laughs> of ours to wear mask i just this anxiety with it the fact that you have to wear a mask that gave me the suffocating feeling and those would sometimes mm-hmm. trigger my uh, anxiety issues and the thing that you said that you know we don't know why that happens sometimes yeah mm-hmm. that happens so I, i love those things that you just said so can you also tell us about some of the challenges that you had to overcome through all of that oh wow um so so when i started when i de- when i developed the panic disorder like i said i was in a very toxic relationship but i realized through this journey that he was just reflecting back to me where i needed to do the work because part of my story is that part of my my healing journey is that i got very married very young at 21 and initially the relationship was great but um after about a year or two it started to become very abusive or i started being aware that it was abusive emotionally and psychologically which actually moved later into sexual and, and and physical violence um and i i did have i mean i tolerated it for a long time i allowed now i can say i allowed at the time it wasn't a conscious choice but i i did allow um that manipulation to to sink in i was brainwashed to believe that everything was my fault even though it wasn't and and that i deserved it and that i had no other choice and i i couldn't leave but then when i finally started telling my story reaching out to people and opening up and telling them what was happening that's when i was able to actually get out and mm-hmm. and you know file for divorce and get myself to a place of safety but i um i because i was in you know i guess survival mode I jumped into another relationship very quickly and I was in that relationship for almost 10 years and I did not grieve my marriage. I did not do the healing that I needed to do to to process all of that. And then 3 years ago at the end of the that that long relationship that that relationship after my marriage that relationship came to an end everything came flooding back. I started having symptoms of PTSD. I was having flashbacks. Um that's when the panic disorder started. So it was all everything just came flooding back in and I was having to face it again as if it was happening real time even though it was a decade later and it was overwhelming. And that's, you know, it got to the point where I was having a difficult time showing up for work and I was like I can't let this, you know, impact every aspect of my life. I need help. And so again, I got the courage to be vulnerable and to speak up. The first person I talked to was my mother uh, to let her know what was happening and she, you know, encouraged me to to seek out counseling. And that's when I, you know, reached out to to the psychologist. I found a psychologist here that I was comfortable with and immediately started sessions even though it's very expensive here and it's not covered by insurance. <laughs> I can yeah. tell you. Oh my god, thank you so much for opening up and that was so welcome. And uh, the fact that you said, you know, we don't realize we are in an abusive relationship, you know, because when you're mm-hmm. you don't realize it. So, you know, even we don't even consider emotional abuse as something that should be taken seriously because that is the damage you're causing to your soul and sometimes it's mm-hmm. irrevocable. Sometimes you can never heal from that and that you said about uh, courage and vulnerability because 
it takes courage to be vulnerable it takes courage yes. for someone someone to open up you know the things that you said right now are i'm sure the things are so personal to you and you hold them mm-hmm. so dearly to your heart and the fact that you're sharing this for others to take inspiration mm-hmm. from that and you know come out of those situations come out of those toxic relationships that is so important and i am so grateful that you know we got into conversation about uh, vulnerability and courage and anxiety and uh, that also reminds me a lot of uh, women out there are still in relationships they don't recognize that i just want you to yeah. you know like everyone who's hearing i want you to reassess all the relationship maybe you have a friend like that you have a you have a mom like that you could have like a mm-hmm. husband or a boyfriend or someone like that who could who could actually be doing that damage to you without you realizing so ask for help yep. uh help yes. is always there in case if you want to open up and definitely she can heal you because she herself has those challenges so in today's age can you tell me why is it important for women to find that confidence in themselves um i think because traditionally especially in in eastern cultures i mean i'm from western culture but i'm i i'm sure that you can be you can testify to this but in eastern cultures um women's voices have been and also western cultures but women's voices have been repressed yeah absolutely um, for generations and we are expected to fulfill roles that have been predetermined for us we are expected to you know do this behave like this be seen and not heard um you know settle for what the best that you can get um not complain don't nag things like that when if someone is in and and I heard all of these things from my own family when I was trying to get out of my my marriage you know my first marriage um because there is light at the end of the tunnel side note I am married again I just got married last month so ladies it's possible we'll get to that later though um Congratulations but thank you mm-hmm. it's it's been a long journey <laughs> but um what was i saying we're talking about settling yes. in and all of that. Yes. You know, we're 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 especially if you're if you're live in a culture with arranged marriages, it's like okay, this person is given to you and you have to tolerate things and you're expected to and if you speak up, you're not grateful and things like that. So, it's really important that women especially um part of gaining confidence is 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 reestablishing your sense of self-worth. knowing on a deep deep subconscious level because consciously we can always say like yeah i don't deserve this but subconsciously is really the hard part because i would say probably 99% of us if not 100% of people um have self-worth issues we are bombarded in yes, in today's society absolutely. with images mm-hmm. and you know you are not good enough unless you have this you need this to be beautiful you need this to be you know fashionable you need you know the latest fashions you need the you know uh, expensive cars you need plastic surgery you need this in order to yeah. be worthy of fill in the blank of love of of acceptance of respect of absolutely. you know whatever 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 you yeah. feel that you are lacking in your life it's really crazy you know? to think about so it, yeah. it really is and that's part of that's the first thing i do with all of my clients is i immediately have them and i always say it like this i have them take the red pill and we immediately leave the matrix 
You can't take <laughs> a conscious team. step out of the matrix. If you've not watched that movie, you need to go back and watch yeah. it because that <laughs> is what we do. <laughs> that is so important. Always the red pill. <laughs> the, yes. The blinders come off. We get real about what is actually happening around us and how we've been socially programmed and um, conditioned to live by someone else's terms that don't necessarily resonate with us on a deep, deep level, like in terms of our core values. Mm -hmm. And that is where we really start the deep work is, okay, who, what do you want? Who do you have to be to get you know, what you want. How do you have to show up in the world? What are the actions you need to take? Specific, wow. actionable yeah. items that you need to take. And what are the beliefs, yeah. right? When you, when, you, when, you t when, you, when you stand up to try to take these actions, something's going to pop up for you. You're going to have resistance almost every time, especially if you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. You're going to have resistance. And that resistance is showing you where the work is that you need to do. So it's based on some kind of a limiting belief, whether I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, um, uh, beliefs around money, right? If I, if I get rich, I'll be corrupted. That's one of my money beliefs I've had to work through. Um, yeah. Whatever those limiting beliefs are for you, and they're very, they're very um, subjective to each, each person and their experience exactly. and the types of, you know, stories that you like to say yourself. in your life. Yeah. Yes. Experiences that you've had and then the stories that you've created on exactly. a subconscious level around those events and how they are defining you and how they are identifying you and detaching from that mm -hmm. and then rewriting and reframing our beliefs because all of our actions and behaviors are based on their manifestations of our deep seated beliefs. And so when we get down deep into mm -hmm. our, our beliefs about ourselves and the world and the way it works, and we can completely reprogram them, mm -hmm. then we're gonna show up in the world in a completely different way. Yeah. You know, we're gonna have this deep belief that I am worthy. I deserve love, I deserve respect, I deserve abundance, I deserve health, I deserve wealth, I deserve you know, whatever it is that, that, that you need, all of those things included and more. Um, that was really powerful. And then that's where we start taking actions. We start mm -hmm. taking actions aligned with those beliefs. So you start showing up in the world in a completely different way. You start setting healthy boundaries. You start recognizing toxicity around you in yourself and others. You start seeing how other people are mirroring back to you the work that you need to do. You start, you know, it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, it comes at you very, very fast. But that's why it's so important to have a guide along the way. And that's what I provide is that guidance and that structure to be like, all right, there's a lot coming at you right now, but we're going to break it down and to make it more manageable so you can chunk it down into these manageable pieces mm -hmm. that you can tackle one at a time and take very small aligned actions, consistent small aligned actions over time and over time they become habits and over even more time they become a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And after that, they become deep seated beliefs and that is where the transformation begins. Absolutely. I love that. I love that because you spoke about so many important things like, you know, that, that deep inner work, what is needed. And, mm -hmm. you know, like how, how women are not allowed to nag, they're not allowed to complain. And once you are, mm -hmm. you know, you have, you have life 
and and this is how it's going to be and you're not allowed to complain and be like this is you can't mm-hmm. even demand for those things and that's like that's where i feel like you know people's judgments are so clouded around these things when you yep. said about you know uh that uh, like we are supposed to be this wear this kind of clothes do this kind of makeup mm-hmm. to to fit in and that's where our judgments get clouded that only then this person is worthy only then this person should be respected yeah. you know they need to make this much money to be to be worthy of respect everybody is worthy of respect no matter what they yeah. no matter how, if they earn or not if they you know every everything should come from a place of empathy and i feel that's where most people uh, yeah. you know find it. and the thing that you said about self reflection i strongly believe when i started doing that deep in a work and understanding see those blind spots like those areas where mm-hmm. you could never have imagined that oh my god i literally the moment when i started working on my money blocks no idea money blocks literally and yeah me too yeah and the moment i started realizing and all those uh, manifest money manifestation meditations and i i broke down i cried when i truly understood where is this belief mm-hmm. coming from you know like what 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 yeah. events from my past have made me feel this way about money and making me feel right now and i had no clue about that you will you will go go yeah. go to parts of your brain and parts of your past that you had no idea were holding you back and that's where that yeah. that deep inner work and that self reflection comes into play and that's why you need someone like a coach to help you go to those places and heal you you know i i know that mm-hmm. coaching is mostly future oriented and all of those limiting beliefs are 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 seeded in your past and that's how you want to yes you want to you want to look forward and keep going about it so since we discussed about all mm-hmm. of these amazing things can you also say that what is the impact of being emotionally intelligent oh it's a total game changer i mean speaking from my own personal experience when i was in the middle of you know having panic attacks every day i was in i was in and anyone who's suffering from anxiety you'll you can probably relate to this that you're constantly in a reactionary kind of space right you get triggered boom you react even if that reaction is to escape the situation um a, a reaction can be in the form of anger you know it can be in the form of completely shutting down numbing you know just completely avoiding social interaction um but when you have because you're not able to to manage your your emotions and when you get to a point where you can identify not only identify what emotion is coming up for you but why you're able to to, to do that deep inner work of of healing the core issue whether it's around self-worth whether it's around um most of the time it's around self-worth um if it, if you've had like sexual trauma something like that um and it emotional intelligence really it's the connection between like it's where cognition and emotion come together so the conscious mind and the feeling like we'll say spirit or heart where they come together and in order to develop resilience motivation empathy um stress management communi- healthy communication mm-hmm. and you know all of those things that that are needed in order to show up i guess successfully in in this life whatever whatever your definition of success is um because as you go along the way you're going to come i i i 
heard this in a session last night and they said there's going to be obstacles where is it Go, go. Oh, expect obstacles, but also expect overcome. So emotional intelligence allows us to expand our capacity for discomfort because we're able to take an obstacle or a roadblock and I guess disidentify from it, detach from it in, in such a way that we, that, we, that we know that the things that are happening around us have no effect on our self-worth. Yes. And we have a choice mm -hmm. in how we are acting and reacting and moving more towards a, a place of healthy response to triggers and obstacles and roadblocks so that we are able to integrate that into our experience and over to, in order to overcome it. And so emotional intelligence really helps us show up in the world in that way so that we can live a fulfilled, happy life, you know, based on our core values, um, really living at, at, at the level of the standards that we create for ourselves because, because I don't know about you, but like, whenever I am triggered, if, if I let my emotions overcome me later on when I'm reflecting on it, on it, yeah. like, man, I could have done better. I know. I feel disappointed in myself. You know, it's yeah. like, I'm smarter than this. I know what's happening. And it's just, you know, when you're in the heat of it, it's just like, wow. Right. And so it's, it's, it's really about saying, who do I want to be? Like, like you said, a lot of this is about future work and past work. So if you envision yourself in the future, yeah, who do I want to be when I've achieved said goal? Who do I want to be? How do I want to act? How do I want, like, who is the woman that I want to be? Yeah. What really values was. does she embody? Exactly. What, is she, what does she embody? How is she showing up in the world? And then... Um, taking action aligned with the, with like, what beliefs does she have? And then taking the actions aligned with those beliefs because beliefs are standards. Mm -hmm. There are standards for how, how we act and how we are taking responsibility for ourselves. Emotional intelligence is about being able to manage and take responsibility mm -hmm. for the way that you are interacting in the world. I, I love that. I love the things that you said about emotions and you addressed things that I was going to talk about. You said that, you know, emotions are so powerful sometimes that they decide your drive motivation and the moment I realized that and I was like exactly because sometimes when you're in a bad mood those activities that you love doing you start hating them maybe you love cooking but yeah. if in your in, when you're in a bad mood you hate cooking okay the same <laughs> a set of activities that you do on a normal day on a good mood will just make you hate them when you're in a bad mood so literally yeah. I feel emotions are what governs us Literally, I feel like they run us. And when I truly understood the concept of emotional intelligence, I was writing an article for a magazine in 2017. And I was researching about this. And one thing that really made me realize how powerful it can be is the emotional scale that we live on. And everybody lives on that scale where five element, anything above five, the emotions, the intense and difficult emotions that you face are uh, 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 higher than that. 
and below five is the emotions that you have which are like less triggering and they're like calm and happy moments of your life and those joyous things when when we are sad and we are depressed we are we're at like a 14 okay and yeah. one yeah. of the advice that we get is why are you so sad and so upset just start being happy and yeah. they have no idea that for them to just say start being happy you have to jump like nine uh, levels it's literally yeah. impossible for someone to switch that way yeah or someone telling yeah. someone having a panic attack to calm down that doesn't work like <laughs> it's that it's not possible right now <laughs> it just doesn't work so you have to understand the different levels that you have to go through and what sort of uh, questions that you need to ask and actually when it comes to emotional awareness you know i feel that's like a mm. real thing you have to just be aware that okay fine i'm feeling mm. anger but where is this anger coming from what is the real emotion i'm feeling yes. is this anger regret is this yes. remorse yeah and just go please we're angry we take it out on our yes. kids we take it out on our spouse and we just go into the screaming we we just completely lose control just in that moment of anger just yes. hold yourself back and think about what is triggering me pause yeah and pause it's about extending that pause between the emotion and the action absolutely i love that and just like that's where the belief that's where the belief comes in yeah the triggers that you spoke about i feel like uh, i was researching about this and sometimes it's just some sort of a smell it could just be uh, this sort of sometimes, lighting yes some sort of energy or vibe mm-hmm. that can can that can make you switch that emotion and the the Going mm-hmm. deeper into emotional intelligence, it's it's like a C, and those yes. are really the fundamental building blocks of you growing in life. I mean, once you start working those emotions and yes. all of those things, and that's one of the first time I first thing I have my clients do mm-hmm. is get clear on all right when you have a difficult emotion, yeah, sit accept it. ride the wave yeah like get yourself into a place where you're not going to impact anybody else mm-hmm. ride the wave because especially with anxiety it's a wave mm-hmm. and it if if we are in and i just um learned a new fact the other day actually that i don't think i knew before mm-hmm. but when we are triggered like with with anger or some type of a high intensity mm-hmm. um fear based emotion the our you know our body pumps the stress hormones cortisol and adrenaline into our body mm-hmm. really quickly and it only takes 90 seconds for our body to like manage that and flush it out. So if we can get really quiet, like breathe through it for 90 seconds without actually taking ourselves through that loop wow. again, mm-hmm. then we can actually calm ourselves down mm-hmm. rather quickly if we are intentional about it and we're aware of what's happening. And so I teach my clients when that's happening, I teach them to sit down with it, to identify the emotion, to think the emotion and appreciate it for being there with them because it has something to teach them mm-hmm. it has something to say it's there for a reason and we have to uncover like you said what is beneath this and so it's like all of my clients will come to you after working with me and say like now I see anxiety as my friend it's trying to protect me from something and so when it pops up if it pops mm-hmm. up i'm able to sit with it i'm able to to look deeper yeah. into it and i'm able to self soothe so much faster And so you're right. I I love that <laughs> you said it was awesome and I like that we discussed about so many different things. So now it's time for us to do that mini uh, coaching session. I'll play the coachy and you can be the sure. coach. Okay. 
so we'll just do like, um, this is one of my, like a mock um, clarity call, which is, which is the one-time call mm -hmm. that I uh, set up with, with new clients who, who are, you know, looking to, to work with me, but they're not exactly sure, or maybe they're, yeah. you know, pretty sure about what's going on with them. They're, they're like, like, I think like, no, it was, a, it wasn't you, but um, you're, if you're aware of your triggers, you know, what's going on with you, but, but there's just like some space between the knowledge and actually application. And you don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know how to apply things in, in, in a way to, to really see a difference in, in how you're, you're, you're managing yeah. it. Um, yeah, I got and it, yeah. eventually working towards overcoming it. So, so we're, what we're going to do is what, what I call a clarity call. Um, and I'm just going to ask you a round of questions. Um, and then we'll take it from there, depending on how your answers are. So I usually um, ask the person at the beginning, what do they do for work? So what do you do for work? So I, uh, I'm a personal growth coach and I help other women uh, have clarity and spe specifically I work with introverts and I help them find clarity, confidence, in those networking skills. Okay. So specific, specifically introverts yeah. to help them gain clarity and confidence. Yeah, and build those communication and networking skills. Good, I love it. I'm an introvert too. I'm an ambivert. <laughs> but look at us on the other side, like recording podcasts and doing live videos yeah. and everything. It's possible. Absolutely, yeah. Um, have you invested in a coach before? actually mm -hmm. and how was that experience for you awesome like uh, every every coach has helped me level up in so many different ways i've started investing in like coaches from since 2015 and i do like i have always had mentors coaches all my life that's amazing so you you are more than comfortable for, with investing in yourself yeah. And making your your health and wellness a your number one priority. Absolutely, yeah. Excellent. Um, how would you describe your physical well being? So uh, I, I did not have enough uh, of that, but this year I really decided that I want to get better. Especially after two kids, you really let yourself go sometimes. But I was like, no, I don't want to be that woman. I really want to maintain how do I how I look and all of that. So I did get better at um, being conscious. I don't do specific conscious of what I put in. And I do occasionally. Uh, but I also walk 3K or like 4 uh, kilometers a day. Like five times a day, maybe. Five, uh, five times a week. Nice. It sounds like you've got a relatively active lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Conscious of what you eat. Mm -hmm. um, how would you describe your mental well-being? So that is where the challenge is sometimes. Uh, I feel uh, people, when, when I, the fact that I, I teach people emotional intelligence, but when it comes to applying it, sometimes I feel like I'm really uh, not feeling it because I I'm too emotionally intelligent. Does that make sense? Like I feel all mm, emotions. Yes. <laughs> so emotional regulation is good, but I'm too aware of my emotions. Like even the slight 
I feel yeah. it deeply, and I feel like that's the problem of having too much EQ. You are too sensitive, and you feel too much. When I'm interacting with people, I can that energy, and I can feel those emotions and all mm-hmm. of that. So I need I help my clients to boost their EQ, but I help myself to like get a little more practical and a little more less sensitive about the situation. So I am a bit oversensitive, I can mm. say. Um, so, would you characterize yourself as someone with empathic abilities? I do. You know what I mean by yeah. empathic? I do. So, I I do have those tendencies. So I am really empathetic, and but I mean, those I'm I don't I'm not one of those, um, like I to make sure that my needs are above. Like I don't let it exploit me. Do, do you get it? Like it's mm. not to the level that I become pleasing. Yes. I have high level of empathy, but I make sure that it's regulated. Yes. That's very hard because I'm an empath too. So what I mean by empathic is like you experience other people's emotions as your own, not only emotionally. But yeah, it's so hard life. sometimes. Like you, uh, I'll, I'll be just hearing about yes. somebody's story and I'll break up. Like I really, and if, even if I'm watching like a movie and they have those moments and I'm, I'm just like, I can't handle it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're, are you, are you, are you highly sensitive to things like light and sound? Um, smell maybe smell I feel mm-hmm. sometimes maybe different times of the yeah. month as well um so yeah I mean I, I struggle with the same thing I have I have very strong empathic abilities and I actually have to um work very very hard on creating yeah. that boundary between myself and other people especially my clients because it does exhaust yeah. me um like you I I I experience other people's emotions as my own, sometimes physically in my body. Sometimes I'll experience physical pain, mm-hmm. even when they, like when they have physical pain, it's the craziest thing, subhanAllah. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. that for me, that is where a lot of my anxiety in the past has come from because I was not, like you said, regulating mm-hmm. how much I was giving. I wasn't setting healthy boundaries for myself mm-hmm. energetically. And so that might be something that you mm-hmm. could consider is that, you know, with the work that you do, especially because you're doing so much work in emotional intelligence um, with helping other people. And you're also an mm-hmm. empath experiencing <laughs> the, the heavy emotions that they're going yeah. through. You've got to create a, um, a space and a time for yourself, make yourself that priority, set a time every day where you check in with yourself, where you know you establish mm-hmm. a routine, either a morning or evening routine, where you are decompressing, you're getting yourself quiet, you are filling your cup. Because people like you and me, we're giving, we're giving, we're giving, we're giving, we're giving, and very rarely is, is our cup yeah. being filled. Like it, it's too you hard know? to relax. Because there's a mother. Like, you know, I just I, I was just talking to my friend the other day and I was telling her the same thing. I just want my mind to be quiet. Like I want I, I, I want nothing to run in my yes. and that sometimes becomes so difficult. I just have like so much going on. And I'm like, I want to be quiet. Like I want, I want my brain to shut down for some time. And that doesn't even happen. Even when I sleep, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night three, four times. And I'm like, wait, what about this? And I'm like, no, <laughs> breathe through it. Sometimes I'll write it down. Like I'll grab a piece of paper and be yeah. like, I'll just write it down. Deal with it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Craziest thing. Um, 
but that shows how that shows um, the level of your actual intelligence, your yeah. IQ, because you have so much going in your mind and you're even on the subconscious level, you're, you're trying to make sense of things you're trying to make connections. So it's actually like, it shows that you are highly intelligent. If you're able, if you, we are highly intelligent people because we're struggling with yeah. minds I, and I was um, also reading about it. Like yeah. So would you say Tell that? Me. Yeah. Would you say that, that anxiety then this, this struggle of, of having an overactive mm -hmm. mind and being two of your, of your emotions, that would be the biggest challenge in your life right now? Oh my God, you just pulled out the right thing. That's exactly what I, I think mm -hmm. is causing all of this anxiety and this flood of emotions that I can't control. Yeah, mm. you're so right. Do you often feel, do you often feel kind of like a hypocrite? Mm, uh, not exactly. Or like, oh my God, ow, every moment of the day, probably. Uh, yeah. I always feel like, <laughs> like I... Yeah, that's that's so true. Mm -hmm. Yep, imposter mm -hmm. syndrome. That's that's that stems from self worth issue, because we are like I said before, we are programmed like that we are not enough. We're not enough. We're not enough. And somewhere along the line, probably when you were a young child, you know, someone told you, okay, well, if you can't do this, then you can't tell other people how to do it, right? They, 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 either, either you witness someone being mm. a hypocrite, someone you're very close to and you respected mm. when you were young, or someone made you feel like you were. And that is where a, a deep emotional wound has occurred on some level. And, and we would get into that mm. in our coaching because now that you're showing up and you know that you are capable, like on a, on a conscious level, you know yeah. that you are capable, you know, your stuff, you know, everything there is to know yeah. in and out backwards and forwards about emotional intelligence. You're helping so many women break out of their shells and step out of their comfort zone and create the lives that they desire. But then it's like, you'll have a bad day or something. And then it's like, you're bawling, crying and, you know, doing whatever you have to do to release these emotions. Then it's like, why am I doing this? Like, how can I, how yeah. can I show up and show these people? Mm -hmm. It is so true. The way when I can't even figure it out myself, yeah, so true, right? So true. Imposter syndrome is huge. And I feel like the more you level up, empaths. that imposter will not go away. That imposter will be there with you, like yeah. for the next level of your life. I had that imposter before I started yes. doing things that I'm doing right now. And then now I'm doing that. When I, once I decide to level up or like get another set of certification or start work this 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 and I'm like oh my god again I have that imposter so you will have imposter all the time of your life yep. for different things but it's important to like narrow it down and be like okay fine action is what creates confidence confidence does not create action so as, as the, th the yes. things that we have been discussing and talking about that just makes me realize that we are our first clients <laughs> for the things that we are teaching mm -hmm. so yes. I guess we spoke for so and long and it comes down to belief it's been 43 minutes I, I hope yeah. that people do listen as well. <laughs> and I even had more questions oh to ask God, yeah. but if you want to stop right there we I, totally could I only have. I, my I hope that I can upload that much like I, I don't know about this Spotify policy I've never gone that deep uh, or long with my uh, interview but it was so amazing Heather having you definitely we should do another part Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. We should it. do another part, inshallah. That would be great. It was amazing having you over and uh, bang on. Those, uh, this, that coaching session was really important and impactful. 
inshallah. I hope you had a great so. time as well. Hope to give you some insight. I did very much so. Thank you for this opportunity to, to you know, impact more people who who were not in, initially in my my circle yeah. of influence. So I really appreciate it's that. It's all about you know, yeah, allowing me to. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely, and it's it's you know giving me an opportunity to tell my story again in such a way that even if it touches one life, that that it's worth it. You know. <laughs> so yeah. Right then thank you so much. Thank who listened and or definitely check out Heather's channel and reach out whenever you feel you're stuck and uh, yeah. it was awesome thank you so much bye bye yeah bye, bye.